to the uh, to the saying Scharpsius. I've uh, came this morning, came on Shabbos to daven to learn. Even though there's no uh, breakfast at the end of the, uh, the, the the end of the tunnel, we'll do our best over here. The um, <coughs> learning this morning, Mr. Shem will be sponsored by Shadila uh, Ilay Nishmas, uh, Joe's mother, Leah Bas, or Moshe Yaakov. Whose yard side is Monday night, Tuesday. May the neshama have an aliyah. May she be a melech yisur for your entire mishpacha. The pasuk tells us in the uh, Aseris Hadibros. Pasuk tells us in the Aseris Hadibros with regards to Shabbos. Not only do we have to refrain from doing malacha on Shabbos, our children have to refrain from doing malacha. Our servants have to refrain from doing malacha, and our animals have to refrain from doing malacha. Shvisas behemtoy as well. However, there's a machlaikis in the Mishnah, Mesech the Shabbos, and Af Yudzayinam Abayz. Do one's uh, utensils also have to refrain from doing malacha on Shabbos? Does our Shvisa Shabbos include not only ourselves and our animals and our children, but it also, um, does it even include our utensils? And that is a running machlaikis. And that Mishnah between Beis Shammai and Beis Hillel. Just to take as an example, on the end of the second line, Beis Shammai, Oymrim, Ein Parson, Metsudos, Chayva, Oifis, Vidagim. You're not allowed to set a trap to trap animals, even though you're setting the trap on Friday, but it's going to, could trap an animal on Shabbos, and you hope it traps an animal on Shabbos, that is uh, prohibited because of Shvisas Kalim. According to Beis Shammai, not only do you have to rest, but your utensils have to rest as well. And here you might trap an animal come Shabbos, with Beis Hillel, Maltirin. Beis Hillel, uh, do not subscribe to this notion that one has to, one's kalim, one's utensils have to rest on Shabbos. So you could set a trap before Shabbos, or for that matter, begin any malacha from Friday that continues on to Shabbos. What is the source for this machlekes? So the Tosefta in Shabbos traces the source of this machlekes to a pasuk, again in the Aseris Hadibrois. Sheishas yomim tavoin, six days, you should labor, and you should do all your work. So Beishamah's opinion is Shabbos. All your work, your labor, all of the malachas should be concluded come Shabbos. No malachas should continue from Friday into Shabbos. They know you can work all six days. All six days you're allowed to do work, even if that malacha is not limited to Friday, but it continues on to Shabbos. So Beishamah maximize all six days of uh, malacha. And therefore, you're allowed to do even malacha begins Friday and continues on to Shabbos. We, of course, it's not, it comes as no surprise, Paschal like Beit Hillel. We're allowed to begin malacha Friday or set up a system by which, uh, you know, on Friday by which malacha will take place on Shabbos. However, even uh, Beit Hillel limit, uh, curtail this heter somewhat. Because the Gemara tells, or perhaps they do, the Gemara tells us in Shabbos and Dafir Chesim and Aleph, Taner and Abraisa, one is allowed to turn on his sprinkler system or irrigation system Friday, even though it's going to continue to irrigate the fields on Shabbos. He's not allowed to put grain into a water mill to grind up the kernels of grain. Only if the kernels of grain will get ground up the, on Friday. My timer, why can't he set up that system or continue on to Shabbos, just like the irrigation system? Rabbi says, because here it makes a loud noise. And since it makes a noise, one is not allowed to set up such a system on Friday, continues on to Shabbos. Even according to Beis Hillel, one is uh, not allowed to do so. 
Rav Yosef says, no, this is not prohibited according to Beis Hillel. This is the old sheet of Beis Shammai. That you're not allowed to begin any malacha Friday continues on to Shabbos. So too, you're not allowed to set up a water mill. But according to Beis Hillel, you would be allowed not only to begin any malacha to begin Friday continues on to Shabbos, also the water mill that will grind grain or the irrigation system will continue to irrigate the fields Friday into Shabbos. All of that is allowed according to Beis Hillel. There's no limitation. That's the opinion of Rav Yosef. According to Rabbi, though, this uh, b'risa goes according to Beis Hillel, and according to Beis Hillel, one is prohibited, uh, precluded from beginning a malach of Friday that continues on to Shabbos if it makes a loud noise. Mashmas ko. Oh, so the raised, that's what the whole rest of the Gemara asks. According to Beis Shammai, if it's going according to Beis Shammai, why is it only the water mill? Why not the irrigation system too? So the Gemara says, because the water mill, your kalim are actually performing the malach, it's grinding the grain. Whereas the water, the water irrigation, all you did is open the faucet, the water comes by itself. Right? It makes a distinction like that. Okay, so Taisus claims that in fact uh, this is a machlaikis between Rabbah and Rav Yosef, how to understand the opinion of Beis Hillel. According to Rabbah, even within the opinion of Beis Hillel, one is not allowed to do a malacha if it may begin Friday, going into Shabbos if it makes a loud noise, if it's Mashmas Kal. And according to Rav Yosef, it doesn't subscribe to the uh, limitation of Hashmas Kal. The whole price is only going according to Beis Shammai, who holds the Shisus Kalim, but we would be allowed to begin any malacha Friday that continues on to Shabbos. So it's Machlekes Rabbah and Rav Yosef, and it's a Machlekes HaRishonim had a Paskin. Some Rishonim Paskin like Rabbah, some Paskin, Rav Rishonim actually Paskin like Rav Yosef. And that's the opinion of the Shulchan Aruch, that according to Beis Hillel, one could begin any Malach of Friday, even though it continues on to Shabbos. That's over here in Shulchan Aruch, Simei Reishon and Beis Sif, hey, Muta Luftoyach Maim Legina, Vem Nimshachim Vachokim Vachol HaShabbos, Umuta Lasei Schitim, Vosayich Rechaim Shomayim, According to Beis Hillel, you could do it all. Friday goes into Shabbos, no problem. That even though we're going to make a loud noise, we're not afraid of the fact that it's going to make a loud noise. But then the Ramah quotes the other Rishonim. This is actually the opinion of Tosfos. Yesh Oisrim. There are those who paskin like Rabbah. Wherever it makes a loud noise, yes, we can begin Malacha Friday going into Shabbos if it doesn't make a loud noise. But if it makes a loud noise, like this, Rechayim Shomayim, the water mill, uh, then it's a problem, even according to Beis Hillel. V'hachi nohog l'chachio, that's the meaning of l'chachio, unless you're in a makam seder, then yesh l'hachio. There's a loss, which we'll get to, so then uh, perhaps there's room to be makal. Okay, so what emerges is a machleg, the shochanach and the Ramah, the Ramah sounds like he's being machmi here, Unless there's a Mokam Seda, that even according to Beis Hillel, that there's no Easter of Shrisas Kalim, you're allowed to begin Malacha Friday if it continues on to Shabbos. If it makes a loud noise, then it is, uh, it is a problem. What's the problem with the call? We'll get to that. It's a Machlech Shrishonim. Okay, so if it makes a loud noise, that's a problem. But that should have been the rule. There is a Yushalmi. But that should mean, therefore, I can set a Shabbos clock to start any Malacha on Shabbos, turn on your lights, or do anything, any Malacha for that matter or uh, set up any system by which on Friday Malacha is going to take place on Shabbos, as long as I set it up all Friday, even though the Malacha is going to continue on to Shabbos, as long as it doesn't make a loud noise. There is a Yushalmi... Midrabana, the noise. Yeah, we have to see why Midrabana. There is a Yushalmi which has a different Yishuv to this Brisa. Again, Hello, don't hold of Shrisa's Kalim. Why then does the Brisa say, Rechaim Shomayim? The water mill is us, sir. So we had one shot, maybe it's only according to Beis Shammai. We had another shot, maybe because it's making a loud noise. 
The Yushalmi says no, because even according to Beis Hillel, the only time there's no problem with Shvisa's Kalim is if the Malacha begins Friday. For example, I uh, am cooking for something from Friday going into Shabbos. And the Lacha begins Friday, well, it begins Friday, and now it's going to continue through the Shabbos. But let's say the Malacha, the entire thing happens lock, stock, and barrel on Shabbos. Just I set up a system Friday by which that whole Malacha is going to take place on Shabbos. So Yishami says, that's the Rechaim Shomayim. The kernels of grain that are ground on Friday are not the same kernels of grain that are ground on Shabbos. Those kernels of grain that are ground on Shabbos did not begin getting ground up Friday, continuing into Shabbos, like, you know, chewing, chewing is cut. No, there's a different kernels of grain. So since those new kernels of grain are getting uh, ground up only on Shabbos, that's also according to Beis Hillel. the same water on the irrigation on Friday and Shabbos. Also, so then Yishami comes even Beis Hillel with Asa, called Tipa Vechita Tipa, it has a different version of the Brisa. They would ask her any malacha that takes place, even though you set it up all on Friday, if the entire malacha takes place on Shabbos, the malacha doesn't begin Friday. Like, you know, if I start cooking Friday, it continues into Shabbos, that's one thing. But if I... Uh, but if you make that distinction, you make my cooking also. This morsel got cooked there of Shabbos, and the other morsel was... What are you talking about? The whole thing gets cooked. It doesn't work like that, no. No, no, no. So over here, it's each chita, uh, each drop of water that's irrigating would be its own new malacha. Okay, that's a Yushalmi. So the problem is, why should we pass it like Yushalmi? So there is a chuva from the Machina Chayim, who was a Chayim Sofer, not related to the Chsam Sofer, but a Talmud of the Chsam Sofer, was a Rav in Munkach in Budapest in the 1800s. See, in his chuvas, the Machina Chayim, he thinks we should pass it like this Yushalmi. Okay, but that's the Machina Chayim. So one, you know, not that consequential to us. But. Um, in Rabbi Zevin's Sefer called So from Vitzvarim, which was his uh, book reviews of different Svarim. So Rabbi Zevin has uh, quotes there from Rabbi Issa Zalman Meltzer, who found Aksav Yad of the Rambam in some Geniza, which was later published. Aksav Yad, a parish of the Rambam on Mesech the Shabbos, not a Mishnayas, on the Gemara Shabbos. I had parish on uh, Mesechus, which was lost. So in this parish of the Rambam, on Masech the Shabbos, the Rambam quotes, if this is Amun found it, the Rambam quotes this Yushalmi, and he thinks we should pass him like this Yushalmi. So his heaven says, wow, you know, from this Ksaviyat, if we'll take it, Lemaisa, uh, it would turn out a, 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 a far-reaching Chumrah, the opinion of the Rambam. Okay, so the Chumrah of the Rambam, maybe, parish of the, you know, and this parish on Shabbos adopts this opinion, opinion of the Yushalmi. Ramosha, I don't think, was aware of this parish Harambam, uh, where he adopts the opinion of Yushalmi. Ramosha kind of says it on his own. Ramosha and his Shuva, Chelag Daudar, Chaim Sim and Samach, about Shabbos clocks, where you're going to set up a system by which a Malach is going to take place on Shabbos. Ramosha was, uh, had a hard time allowing it. He says, We cannot allow it. He said you could have a whole factory running based on these Shabbos clocks, running on Shabbos. He said, certainly if Chazal would be around now, they would have answered it. As he says, for sure. They answered Amir because you might come to do it yourself. Certainly they would have answered this, you'll come to do it yourself. Ah, but you're allowed to do, you know, allowed to cook on a non-adjustable heating element going into Shabbos. Why is it different than that? So Rabbi Yisha says, it is different, because here, look on the third line, That's not the same as cooking from Friday, that it continues into Shabbos, if it's non-adjustable, it's allowed, or if it's covered flame, it's allowed. No, it's very different, because here, nothing happened on Friday, it all starts on Shabbos. So Moshe makes a similar distinction to this Yushalmi. Moshe is all going to Rabbanan, sort of, 
Rabbi said he would have asked him because of Amir and Achri. Yes, she's his Kalim. Correct. But he mentions that same Svara. Okay, but Rumaisa, Ramosha, there are many Poiskim of Kimaev, all the Poiskim disagreed with Ramosha that we don't make Xerus. If Chazal would have been around now, they would have asked it. If Chazal are not around now to make the, the you know, to extend the Xer of Amiru and Achri to include Shabbos clocks. And that's why most of us um, use Shabbos clocks indiscriminately uh, to perform. Against Shabbos clocks. Only lights, he says. Lights already, the Minig was not for the Hokel, so he says, I can't, you know, pull, the cat is out of the bag. But anything else is not lights, he didn't like Shabbos clocks. No uh, air conditioner is nothing. If there's no sound with the light, does that have something to do with it? If there'd be sound, we will ask Everyone will. You don't have to be, you know, you need Ramesh's Chula for that. What about the air conditioner? Air conditioner, we'll have to get to the air conditioner to have sound. We'll have to get there. So, what is the problem with the sound? Okay, so it emerges. <laughs> so, it emerges like this, okay? Coming back. If we're going to allow the Shabbos cocks, we're not going to adopt the opinion of Dushami. We'll stick with what it says. In the Ramah, and that is, you're allowed to begin any Malacha Friday going into Shabbos as long as it doesn't make a loud noise. What is the issue with the noise? So Rashi writes on that uh, Gemara Shabbos. Look back at his Gemul. The Av Shemilsa B'Shabbos is creating a tumult on Shabbos. Ve'ika Zilusa, and there's Zilzul Shabbos. What is the Zilzul Shabbos exactly? So the Kobo writes in Simon Lamed Aleph. Because it's uh, the, the noise itself is objectionable. Because I have a command of it be a dime. It's like you're doing it now on Shabbos. You make such a loud noise. It's as if you're doing it now. Meaning the noise is itself a problem. That's the opinion of the Kobo. The Ramah doesn't seem to subscribe to that position. The Ramah, if you look back at Simiration and Basif Hay, Ois Hay that I gave you over here, the Ramah quotes from an Ogor, a more obscure Rishonim. The Ramah quotes him a number of times, but the Ramah writes. You're allowed to set up a uh, grandfather clock, even though it's going to chime on the hour. Oh, so you're setting up a system Friday. Again, it's all allowed, as long as it doesn't make a loud noise. But this grandfather clock is going to make a loud noise. It's going to chime. Nonetheless, it's allowed. Even though it's going to make a noise on every hour. Everyone knows you set it up from yesterday. Of course. Of course. So it sounds like, what's the problem with the noise? Is the noise itself objectionable? No. What's the problem with the noise? You see from the grandfather clock. The problem is because people are going to be chayshish. You did it on Shabbos. But if everybody knows that this, you know, if you make a loud noise with your malacha that you set up Friday, you came up with a patent that it should start on Shabbos, that's all fine. As long as everybody knows that you set it up Friday, but if people are going to hear this, and it's going to create a commotion, and people are now going to think, you set it up, you did this on Shabbos, that's a problem. Kind of like a marasayin. So that's why the Ramah says, but if it's something that everybody knows we set up from before, then it can be allowed. Now, the opinion of the Kobo seems to be not so. The opinion of the Kobo sounds like it's the noise itself which is the problem. But the Ramah seems to be, uh, seems to be lenient on that. It's not the noise itself. It's rather because of the attention that it draws, and people will say, you set it up on Shabbos. This Machlekes HaRishayim, what is the problem over here of Hashmas Kol? When it comes to Malacha Friday, you set up the start of the Malacha should happen on Shabbos. Is it the noise itself is a problem? Or is it because that might be an indication that you set up the system on Shabbos, but if everyone knows you set up on Friday, it would be allowed. It really has its roots in another machlekes about Hashmas Kol. What type of noise is one not allowed to create on Shabbos? Any old noise? Is that usher? Or is it only certain types of noise? So Gemara says in Erevin, Adaf Kufdar Aleph, 
Ula itla lebei Rav Menasha. Ula came to the house of Rav Menasha. Asal who gaver tarfa baba. A man came and knocked on the door. Amaman hai lischa gufe to come mechale leshabosa. Who over here to be mechale shabbos that he knocked on the door? You can't knock on the door. Sashmas kol. Rashi explains kol alude kol aser according to Ula. What are you talking about? The hashmas ko. Hashmas ko is only if it's a musical noise, not if it's any old noise. So that's a machlekes in the Gemara. Ula holds you're not allowed to create any noise. And uh, Rabba holds only if it's a musical sound. And it's a machlekes we shine him at a paskin. If you look over here in Shulchan Aruch Shin Lamir Chesif Aleph, the Bir Halacha quotes in the name of the Gra who paskin like the Rabbeinu Chanana, and it's also Yushalmi. That any noise is also, according to this, you can knock on the door on Shabbos. That's the opinion of the Gra in the name of Rabbeinu Hanano. All noise is also. Then it stands to reason that any noise your malacha that you started Friday continues on the Shabbos makes is a problem, it's objectionable. Any noise on Shabbos is not, uh, is not proper. What? No, but any noise. Knocking on the door no, is a problem. If you hold the oh, but, uh, but, but that's Rabbi Nuchanano and the girl. Most Rishonim passing like rabbit. It's only a musical sound. So that's what the Shulchanan says. Hashmas ko beklei shir. It doesn't only mean you're playing an instrument. The Mishnah Bura says any musical sound you make with your hands, you make uh, by banging on the table. All of these things uh, are also if it's a musical sound. If it's just a... Uh, a regular noise, you know, there's noise, then it's allowed. But a musical uh, sound is not allowed. The Ramah answers anything that's also included in this. Also, the Hakas Bashabas Hodels, but Tabasa Kavu Bedels, a door knocker, because that's made for making noise. So either if it's made for making noise or it's a musical sound, uh, then it's also whether you do it with an instrument or you do it even. Or you do it even with your hands. So why would the chita, the noise of the chita rechaim shomayim is not made for making noise? So why would it be also? The only reason we could think of it being also is because people will draw attention to yourself and people will say, you set up this system on Shabbos. That's why there's a machlekes over here. Some hold Ashmas call the rechaim shomayim itself making noise is like knocking on the door. That's a problem. And some hold... Then no, it's only a problem because uh, the only no- mu- noise that's also on Shabbos is musical noise. So why is the Bechaim Shomayim, the mill that's grinding up the wheat on Shabbos, why is that a problem? Must be it's a problem because it draws attention to yourself and people are going to say you set up the system on Shabbos itself. Why would musical noise be answered? What's the spar and just limiting You that? might come to be Mesach and Kleshir. I mean, that's, that's, that's a separate. It's a Tikkun Kleshir. It has nothing to do with, with this whole subject. Maybe not. Maybe if making noise, any noise on Shabbos is Xerus Semi Yisach and Kleshir, even though could be a problem. Even knocking on the door is a problem. But we paskin, it's only if it's, an, if it's made for making noise or if it's a uh, musical noise. Yes. No. Why, why is it also to make noise? What does that mean? Why is that a problem? Can't create a tumult? Was the Zilusa? Disturbing Shabbos. Okay, maybe. Maybe Hashmas calls us because disturbing Shabbos. It's generally assumed it's Xerah Shem Yisach and Kleshir. That's that's the reason. Parenthetically, so then how do you clap on Shabbos? How do people uh, dance, bang on the table on Shabbos? So it says in the Shur Mishnah Burah, one is allowed to dance on Shabbos. One is allowed to clap on Shabbos because it's B'mokai Mitzvah. 
that's why it's allowed. If it's a makai mitzvah, that's okay. But the Mishnah Bura limits it to dancing or clapping, using an instrument. Veloi kiskas pap hamayinim not with bells or with forks, you know, to make a noise. That's not allowed. So makai mitzvah allowed to dance on the simchas allowed to clap. The makai mitzvah is allowed, but otherwise not allowed. The munkach rebbe is a tshuva. That's why you're allowed to clap. Uh, or dance during davening. It's no different than Simchas Torah. It's all about Makkah Mitzvahs. He says the Ashkenazim, they don't do it. He says because it doesn't enhance their davening. So for them, it's not a Makkah Mitzvah. So he says, for us, enhance, he says, if it doesn't enhance your davening, you're not allowed to do it. I see sometimes people dance on, you know, they're at a Kaubach meeting. They're dancing because they don't want to stand out, but it's not enhancing their davening at all. Then Munkash Rebbe says, you're not allowed to do it. It's only Mutter if Ataka enhances your davening, then it's allowed. It's called Makkah Mitzvah. Yeah, but the problem is, what about banging on the table? The Mishnah Bura says only dancing or clapping, no instruments. What is this? What does this help? So it says is allowed. It's a sif and shulchanach. If you do it sapik uh, clapping backwards is motor. That's not uh, was never included. What about banging on the table? Banging on the table is like an instrument. You know, you're not just banging with your hands. It's like a drum. What's the difference between a drum and the, and the table? So a drum is made for making noise. Any, even if you just wanted people's attention, you can't bang on a drum. You can bang on a glass if you want people's attention. I'm not making a musical noise, and it's not the glass is not made for making noise. But uh, if you're making a musical noise, or it's made for making noise, those are the two uh, isurim, then it's also. So if you bang according to a beat, that m- musical noise, it should have been uh, excluded. However, the Mishnabura quotes two... Uh, so I think there's a room to be machmer on that. I wouldn't do that. But the Mishnabura quotes the Machlech, the Taz and the Shach, what about the bells on the Sifrei Torah? They used to have on the Parechas, bells. Mm. So he says, that's made for making noise. And they use it on Shabbos. So the Taz says it's allowed because it's B'makai Mitzvah. And the Shach says, B'makai uh, Mitzvah, it's allowed. So so to Zmiris, he could allow a banging on the table, just like the bells. But the Shach doesn't like it. The, the, the Mishnah Brewer says if you have it in your shul, okay, but otherwise you shouldn't institute this. You shouldn't have bells. What about the Kohen Gadol in the base of Mikdash that the, uh, the yeah. bells would ring with the... Eishwas B'Mikdash. Eishwas Yeah. This is only the Rabbanim. Okay, but getting back. So one is allowed to do a malacha on Friday going into Shabbos as long as it doesn't make a loud noise. What is the problem with the loud noise? Noise itself is not a problem unless it's musical or it's made for making noise. But... Um, the loud noise is because it draws attention to yourself. People are going to say you did it on Shabbos. But if it's something everybody knows you set up from Friday, like the grandfather clock, then it's allowed. So what about an alarm clock? To set an alarm clock Friday, it shall wake you up for Shul Shabbos morning. So Ramosha has a tshuva about this. Ramosha says no. Why? So it makes noise. First of all, it's a... And it's made for making noise. So the Hashmaras Kel, or Zilzul Shabbos. But you set it up Friday going into Shabbos. And no reason she says, come here, but it makes a loud noise. So Moshe says, if you can only hear it in your room, that's not called a loud enough noise that it draws any attention to you. But if it's, uh, you can hear it outside. Sometimes you have these alarm clocks, wake up the dead, you know, these alarm clocks. <laughs> so if you have such an alarm clock, you can hear it down the street. So then Ramayish draws attention to yourself. Ah, but everybody knows grandfather clocks. He set up Friday. But alarm clock, says Ramayish, most people set up the night before. That's when they set up an alarm clock. <coughs> so since most people set it up the night before, people are going to be chayshish. You set it on Friday, and therefore it's not allowed. Uh, so Shmir Shabbos, Kochos, or Kosher, and Shlomo Zaman, who disagrees on two points. He says, first of all, B'makai Mitzvah, as we mentioned, B'makai Mitzvah, so then uh, there are heterim to allow even with an item that's made for making noise, like the bells on the Sifrei Torah. 
So to hear this is made for making noise, but Malkai Mitzvah could be allowed. And then, just for getting up for shul. And then, Rosh Hashanah says, everyone knows that the alarm clocks run 24... The alarm clock you didn't turn on the night before. You might set the alarm... But you didn't turn it on the night before. So Shlomo Zalman says the malacha and the alarm clock is not in setting the alarm. The malacha and the alarm clock would be in plugging it in or turning it on. So Shlomo Zalman allows the uh, the alarm clocks as long as it's the mitzvah. It's, it's, morning, morning. it's to come. Uh, so everyone can set an alarm clock for sure. Yeah. What? That's why we gave this year, by the way. You know what? the low volume. So Ramayisha would hold, if you can't hear it outside, it's mostly even according to Ramayisha. But Shlomo held, even if it's you know, very loud, but it's B'mokai Mitzvah, maybe you can even allow something that's made for making noise, and also, um, the way is that it should run 24-7 like the grandfather clock. What about a sprinkler? Sprinklers themselves, it says in the Shulchan Aruch, it says in the Gemara, it says in the Shulchan Aruch, a sprinkler system you could set up Friday going into Shabbos. And that's how the Chazanish held. Rabbi Eider quotes in the name of the Chazanish, you could have a sprinkler system go on on Shabbos. But in the Shabbos home, that's Rabbi Simcha B'yunim Kohn, was a Talmud for Rabbi Eider, quotes from Rabbi Eider, you cannot have a sprinkler system run on Shabbos. You cannot? No. Because of the... Why? Hashmas Ko! It makes a loud noise. The tick, 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 you know the... Mar Sayin, So... So I believe it's a machlekes in between the sprinklers in Eretz Yisrael and the sprinklers in America. <laughs> sprinklers in Eretz Yisrael are these little tubes that ooze water. You know, no one knows that it's on. It barely ever looks that it's on. The water evaporates before it ever comes out. So such a sprinkler system, yeah, no one doesn't draw attention to itself. You leave it on Shabbos. You leave an irrigation system on Shabbos. Well, why not? doesn't draw attention. But the sprinkler systems in America, everything is much bigger and louder over here, so the, that draws attention. So Ramayisha says not. And most people set the sprinklers, some people at least set the sprinklers when they turn it on. You set a sprinkler and it goes on. Yes, some have timers. It sets, you know, goes around the clock, set, set schedule. So maybe it doesn't draw that much attention to itself. But Ramayisha, Ramayisha was machmer on the sprinklers. That is the, the position of, uh, of Roy Vapoyski. Most what? of them usually go off in the middle of the night. Yeah. yeah. Most of them... Well, what's the, what's the general uh, psycho that, that means? No, you can't Friday night have a sprinkler system going. No. Yeah. Or what about a washing machine, a dishwasher? You want to put up a load of wash before Shabbos, so continue on to Shabbos. So now you can set your dishwasher on a timer. So you load the dishwasher, uh, it's all set before Shabbos, all you have to do is close it. Nothing changes, no lights change, no nothing. So can you do that? So in the Igros Marsh and the Chelek Hay, and they uh, quote the same thing from Shlomo Zalman, it's in the Mincha Shlomo, that no, you cannot do this, because the, the washing machine makes a loud noise. Yes, you can start a Malacha Friday going at the Shabbos, but if it makes a loud noise, they're not here, the washing machine makes a loud noise. So they tell me that, yeah, but the dishwashers now are so quiet, quiet run, you barely even know that it's on. I don't know. I'm not prepared to allow it. I would not allow a dishwasher on a timer. I've heard other places can allow it. It makes no noise. It doesn't draw attention to itself. I, in my opinion, it's, it's too much. It, it makes noise. Lamaisa, it makes noise. It makes noise. It does. And the dishwashers, it's a chiddish that it sets on a timer. Most people, when you want a dishwasher to go on, you put the dishwasher in and it turns on. I think it's too much. People will start pressing buttons. It's going to lead to problems. So I would not do it, allow it, but... Why I it, hear the argument to loud. Why dishwashers now turn the lights on when you close the door? See, it's too much already. Yeah, we're giving me a riot. All right, so I wouldn't allow it. Yes. One, yes. Two final things. Ah, so you're saying the dishwasher is uh, quiet enough. 
Yes, I hear the argument, but I was still going to lie. Washing machine you could hear in another room. For sure. But a dishwasher, a, a traditionally also made a loud noise. Now they're getting quieter, but I still wouldn't let it. In my opinion, uh, the public policy wouldn't do it. I hear the argument to allow it. Two final things. is The price can say that a similar shiloh to this is that a person uh, sends a phone call, let's say he calls or he sends a fax, from one time zone here Friday, where it's not yet Shabbos, to Eretz Yisrael, where it's Shabbos. So that's the same as causing Malachab on Erev Shabbos to a place where it's going to take place on Shabbos. It's no different than starting Malachab Friday, continues on to Shabbos, or uh, making a phone call from here Friday to a place where it is Shabbos. And that's according to Beis Hillel's all allowed. As long as it doesn't uh, create a loud noise, or Abshamilsa, where people be chayshish, uh, that the person themselves is making the noise on Shabbos. But everybody knows people call you, and uh, and you're not in control of that. You can't prevent them from calling you on Shabbos. So no one's. Uh, it's obvious that it's coming from before Shabbos. So to call someone to send the facts from where it's uh, Arab Shabbos, to a place where it's Shabbos, uh, Roiv of the Paiskim are make on that because it's the same as this. Uh, it's the same as this Shaila. However, even though this is generally the rule that you're allowed to begin a malacha Friday, even though it continues on to Shabbos, as long as it doesn't make a loud noise, there are, uh, w- there are exceptions to this. Because there's another whole class of Yisurim, which we don't have time to deal with properly, <coughs> that the Yisur is created by the situation. For example, you're not allowed to leave a pot of uncooked food Friday going into Shabbos on top of an uncovered flame. Ikhah, why? It's going to start cooking Friday, continue on to Shabbos. Why are you not allowed to do that? Because you might come to stoke the coals, and make it cook fast to be ready for the meal Friday night. If it's a covered flame, you won't stoke the coal to remind you not to. But otherwise, you're not allowed to do it because uh, you might come to stoke the coal. So writes the Chazanish, even though you did nothing on Shabbos, it all started Friday, it's not allowed, because the Chazanish calls it the Matzav is also. The situation is also. You cannot have uncooked food on an open flame on Shabbos. Because you might come to stoke the coal. It doesn't make a difference who put it there or when you started it. That situation is also. And there are other Yisurim that might be similar to that. For example, last thing, is Rebbe Kiva Eger has a tshuva, and the tshuva is Rebbe Kiva Eger, Simen Kuf Nun Tes. What about setting up a system where a, uh, a business transaction will occur on Shabbos? We have this Erev Pesach falls out on Shabbos. One of the many complications of Erev Pesach falling out on Shabbos is when do you sell the chametz? We normally sell chametz Erev Pesach. What do you do Erev Pesach falls out on Shabbos? So Rebbe Kiva Eger said, maybe make the sale Friday that it should only take effect on Shabbos. Make it Friday. We have time delays in Halacha and Mecca Chumemka all the time. To take the Maisa Kenyan will take place Friday. The Chaloyz Kenyan, the actual transaction, will not take place till Shabbos. So Bikiva Eger is not sure if that's allowed. Maybe the situation of Mecca Chumemka on Shabbos itself generates a fear of Gzeir Shem Yichtov. I might come to write it down, which is why businesses <coughs> us are on Shabbos. You might come to write it down. So even though the transaction itself physically took place Friday, if the Chaloyz Kenyan happens on Shabbos, you might come to write it down, that's a problem. So let's say you wanted to send, I don't know when these auctions take place in the auctions, Sotheby's and everything. Oh, what about eBay? So Sotheby's, to send someone to go bid for you on Shabbos is not allowed. He's going to purchase something for you on Shabbos. So you, even though you did nothing, it's Xer Shemayuchov, you might come to write it down. It makes no difference how it happened. The situation, as the Chazanish says, is also. So Mekachu Memkar too. But what about eBay? Can I bid on something Friday and I might win it come Shabbos? So even though all I did, I did Friday. Everything is taking place. All I did was on Friday. It should be the same system, uh, idea. I set up a system Friday, which Malach is going to take place on Shabbos. Yeah, but here the Mecca Memka might be different. That's like uh, uncooked food. You might come to stoke the coals. It makes no difference when you put it there or who put it there. The situation itself creates the problem, the concern. 
So, so to over here, uh, maybe it should have been a problem. So the Paiskim say, contemporary Paiskim say that by the eBay it's all allowed. Or any of these type of things. Why? Because uh, the eBay, you don't really ever, or even if you're going to, you know, let's say I run a site on Amazon, or I, where people might buy from me on Shabbos, or I have, a, I have a vending machine or something like that. So I don't know if people are going to buy or they're not going to buy. But even if I have a site, Amazon, which is on, or I have a website which I sell something, you have all the time, whenever you purchase something online, it's just a right to buy it. You don't actually, let's say eBay, you bid, you win the bid. You don't pay, they don't, they don't make you buy it. They, they, you lower your, your stars, or whatever you get, you know, your points, or whatever, so whatever you get on eBay. But, but, but you don't have to buy it. It's a right to buy it. The sale doesn't take place. Or you sell something of a website, sell stuff, yeah, but you might say, sorry, out of stock. You know, it happens all the time. So every time you buy something from these sites, or you buy any bit on eBay, all this is a right to buy it. The transaction doesn't itself take place. That's a very nice chumrah. But, uh, but the the price can say that it is, uh, I think that's probably a PR uh, move. The price can say the it is allowed. Okay, Shkayim. Shkayim.